Welcome to BioIT World's Trends from the Trenches podcast, your insider's look at the science, technology, and executive trends driving the life sciences. I'm Allison Prophet, editor of BioIT World. This episode is hosted by Stan Gloss, founder of BioTeam, a life sciences IT consulting company at the intersection of science, data, and technology. Today, Stan chats with Jim Bellotta, Chief Information Officer at Alnylum, about how the company has moved on from digitization to developing actual digital capability. Let's listen in. Maybe you can tell me a little bit about your background and how you ended up at Anilum. Sure. So, uh, so I started out many, many years ago, believe it or not, as in a microbiology lab plating uh, specimens for a research study on antibiotic resistance. <laughs> uh, Fell, fell in love with the whole concept of, of the science of creating these medications and trying to keep in front of right nature, uh, which is just really was amazing. Uh, was a IT uh, uh, undergraduate at Southern Connecticut State University, and when I graduated, uh, tried to stay in the science uh, arena. Uh, worked for uh, lots of different places through a consulting company over the years, and uh, sort of found my home in kind of rare disease, orphan disease area, because the impact to patients and patients' families was just unbelievable. And we had had uh, my father died of, a, of an orphan disease. And, you know, just having gone through it, it seemed like, you know, what better way to spend your career, right, than, uh, than to, uh, to to fight for these certain uh, situations and patients. And uh, so I uh, spent a number of years uh, uh, doing SAP and a lot of consulting work uh, uh, and then uh, went to uh, you know, after some time, went to uh, Alexion, uh, where I led their uh, IT department for uh, about 10, 10 years or, or more. Uh, as we commercialized products around the world, uh, uh, Solaris was our, 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 our big drug. Uh, left there, uh, went to uh, Synegiva to do the same thing, another rare disease company, uh, and then over to Alnilam. Uh, and, you know, throughout the process, really just learning more. Uh, and just, uh, you know, just as science developed and, you know, and certainly at Alnylam with siRNAs and a Nobel winning science, uh, you know, just really, really, I think is, is the crown jewel of, of for me, at least in my career of uh, just an incredible companies. So maybe you can tell me about your current role at Alnylam. So uh, at Alnylam, I'm the chief information officer, uh, head of IT. I also run our business capability building group, which is sort of an EPMO for the company. Uh, and what we do is we, across the organization, we lead, you know, uh, information technology, uh, delivering technology solutions, uh, you know, helping to build out our capabilities around the world as we try and uh, get, you know, great products to, to patients who need them. And, uh, you know, we've uh, expanded significantly uh, over the years as a company and even as a team. I would say that my role and my team's role is really everywhere from infrastructure throughout across the business and every EA, both guiding, but also implementing business solutions to help eliminate the or eliminate, help to reduce the amount of time that it takes to get these products out to the patients who need them. That's terrific. So a lot of um, discussion has been happening in many companies around the term digital transformation. I'm, cu- I'm curious to get your impression of what what does that mean to you and what does that mean to Anilum? Because it seems like there's a different meaning depending on each company you go to. 
Yeah, no, I, I agree with what you're saying. I, I think for us, the way we look at it is we look at digital transformation as a new way of doing business, right? We see it as, you know, creating information and creating new opportunities uh, to, to, to do what we do uh, differently, maybe than what we've done in the past. Uh, and, and, you know, there's a difference for us in digitization versus digital transformation, right? We have a lot of digitization efforts where we're, you know, optimizing processes or integrating with partners and, and that sort of thing, or taking old processes that were manual and turning them into digital processes. And, and, that, and that's fun and that's great. And it's, it's important. Uh, uh, but uh, our digital transformation is really, and really was accelerated, I think, with some of the uh, the, uh, you know, sort of remote workforce and and some of the the experience that we all uh, just went through or are still going through with uh, with COVID nineteen. Uh, but for us, it's it's finding new ways to you know make clinical trials. You know, not only uh, you know um, generate you know great and you know important data, but also making it you know maybe easier for patients right in a trial to to uh, to participate. Uh, or, uh, for example, you know, uh, using uh, digital to help us do target identification uh, for for drug discovery, um, you know, or to, you know, uh, to in, in really specifically helping us build our siRNAs, right? So that we can move through things through the pipeline quicker and get to a drug candidate, right? and uh, and and increase that possibility of of successful results, right? Um, and, and in addition to that, even on the other end of that, right, you know, through education and, you know, physician, physician engagement, really digitizing some of those processes, which, you know, maybe maybe up until uh, very recently uh, weren't uh, weren't really, uh, you know, working too well as, a, as an industry. Uh, but, you know, I think uh, we see it at digital transformation as, uh, again, new new opportunities, new business, um, new ways of, of, of operating as a company. Where would you like to see a nylon be in three to five years from a digital capability standpoint? So for us, I think having the you know digital backbone, if you will, in place where we actually are, you know, maximizing our ability to be digital, <laughs> right? right? So that we can, you know, uh, use our data to the to the best that we can. Uh, so I think within three to five years, having us really have that internal capability where we're maximizing everything that we do, uh, but also having new lines of business with uh, our partners and uh, getting getting drugs to market, right? Both uh, in terms of the way that we uh, distribute and conduct our clinical trials, but also the way that we're developing, you know, using more RWE, you know, more, uh, you know, digital collection of data through IoT or, or other methods, uh, and uh, and then making that data, you know, work for us in developing uh, developing those drugs and getting them to market market quicker. Where I'd like to see us in three years, right, would be for us to have these lines of business established and functioning and learning and growing. Uh, so I think uh, I think it's a never-ending journey, to be honest with you, Stan. And I hope I hope it's a never-ending journey, to be honest with you, because I think once we stop learning and, and getting better, then we're we're sort of uh, <laughs> we're probably gone. I think um, I think you know, as a science-driven company, especially a company that is focused on really you know siRNAs and essentially uh, you know it's 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 uh, it's, uh, it's a non-traditional way of med uh, for medicine, I think for us, we 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 focus on the what's possible, um, and I my, my goal for us in our digital transformation is it represents who we are as a company, and that we've really 
taken on new opportunities to change and, and you know the lives of the people that we serve. Help me understand where are you today? From my perspective, where we are along our journey is we're, we're plotting our course. You know, in three to five years, as we talk about, we want to be well on our way to that North Star, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you know um, where we're focused right now is determining the tactics, right? What are the best tactics to get there? And focusing in on a few key things rather than everything at once, right? Uh, so you know, how do we? And we're running in parallel, right? We're thinking about the digital backbone, if you will, in terms of how do we build this interoperability that will drive us and give us, because we don't really know what those are. We're we're anticipating that there's unknown unknowns, right? And that there are going to be opportunities for us. And we want to be able to take advantage of those. So not only are we focusing on, you know, sort of the outward facing digital transformation capabilities, such as, you know, we talked about earlier with IoT and other capabilities of, you know, either that can transform really the, 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 the clinical experience, but also we're focused on how do we then make sure that that data is both accessible, secure, you know, findable and usable. I think we focus a lot on, you know, collecting data um, as an industry, I think, you know, managing that data, really stewarding that data is critical. So we are very focused right now on that piece. You know, we're trying to figure out what's the best way to do that. How do we work as a company? You know, there's a certain collective intelligence about this, right? There's there's machine learning that works. And then there's the scientific, from my perspective, it's the the value that we have is we have outstanding scientists that on that one, right? And we want to be able to use them with machine learning and AI to really create that collective intelligence that's going to set us apart, right? And allow us to do all the wonderful things that we want to do as a company. We have to have a focus on mastering our data, stewarding our data, so that the data is, is you know, it's, uh, it's findable, accessible, it's readable, uh, you know, we have confidence in that data. I think what we're, we're focused on now is really just you know, making sure that we're able to, you know, manage this data so that it doesn't become siloed, at least in a way that doesn't, you know, allow it to, you know, be maximized for its value and what it can tell us, right? Because we want our data when it comes together to tell us new things. We want we want to create information out of that data, right? And not necessarily just interpret it. I've been reading a lot about the difference between artificial intelligence, the term, and augmented intelligence. Yeah. You know, I think that it's a subtle difference that people just don't understand. I, I completely agree. I, I yeah. think that, you know, um, it's I think it's necessary and I think it's reality. I think if you're striving for just that machine, you know, piece of it, it's it's uh, it's uh, it's unlikely that you'll you'll achieve the success that you can with, you know, obviously just great, great, great minds like like we have it on the island. I also think, um, you know, I, I would actually extend that a little further. I think to have a true digital transformation, it takes great minds from across the company in all different areas. Right. We have incredible thinkers who are always, you know, um, who, who have great expertise in their particular area. And I find that when we bring them together right on these teams to actually build these digital strategies you know the inf- the the innovation the 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 creative uh you know uh the creative minds in the room just really accelerate the things that we're going to do and it gives us new opportunities to think about all right how do we align this stuff how do we line this stuff up in a way that makes sense where we can execute it against it in a fair and reasonable way that's you know going to get us to 
to our get us to where we want to be. And it also helps us reflect back on our on the digital backbone that we're building, which is that interoperability piece that allows us to take, you know, uh, take advantage of ubiquitous data and, and, you know, unlimited storage and all these other capabilities are out there. Uh, and, uh, and and not hinder ourselves in the future because it's a different time. I mean, when we think about infrastructure, uh, you know, infrastructure today is really just, we're, we're a data highway, right? Uh, and you just want to make sure it's a, it's a secure and, uh, you know, and uh, an accommodating environment for, for all these digital strategies. The investment of time in data right now, I think is the, is the right place to put the investment because that that data is your new company asset. Years ago in the pharmaceutical space, it was your compound library and how much screening you can do and all of that. But we're moving to a different way of doing science and your data is your strategic asset. It is. And, you know, with lab notebooks now, with electronic lab notebooks and, you know, all, all of the capabilities that we have today, uh, it's, you know, and, and I think we're in we're in an interesting kind of phase in, in industry in general, right, where, you know, we're, we're doing all of this. And probably the reason it's taking 80 percent of the time, I think, is largely because we're, we're doing it for the first time in many cases, right, as, as an industry where, you know, we have everyone has electronic lab notebooks now and has had them for some time. And we all have, you know, other 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 tools and we have uh, an opportunity to just, you know, uh, really focus in on, on, you know, standardizing data. But at the same time, this is where machine learning really helps out, right? This is where, you know, uh, as, as an industry, taking advantage of machine learning tools that can tag your data for you. Uh, you know, and help and help along the way with that collective intelligence piece, right? Because you want to make sure, you know, that uh, you know uh, where these tools get into situations where they're they're not sure. You want to make sure human eyes can train them, right? Uh, to, right. to make these. But I, but I think as an industry, that's going to advance us quite a bit, and and we see those tools now, right? So I mean, I think this is this is definitely going to going to help us kind of reduce that eighty percent down to a, a more uh, realistic number, which can allow us to focus on the more front-end related digital transformation uh, activities. The other change that I'm seeing, which is really interesting, and having a number of conversations around the shift from being project-focused to being product-focused. So I don't know if that, have you seen any of that it coming to your level? Is that is that a conversation that you guys have? As we're building these digital capabilities as a company, it also looking at it as a product stand also gives you the ability to give people in the organization an opportunity to help control the that product, right? So the, they're the product managers essentially, right? So they're the the team lead for that product, and that product can be anywhere in the chain, right? Anywhere. So uh, yeah, and so we we do see it that way. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, you know, as we're building out these digital capabilities. Uh, in the digital backbone, uh, and even as we're doing our planning for 2022, we're trying to identify within the organization who these product managers, you know, can be for each of these. Give them opportunities, right? Because I think it's not only an opportunity to lead uh, and develop people within the organization, but it's an opportunity to give people the the creative freedom to think about it in a more digital way. Right. Um, and, you know, I, I do agree with you in the product approach uh, really is sort of necessary to that digital transformation strategy, uh, because you want to create that tool belt. 
if you will, uh, of mm -hmm. capabilities within your organization. And you want to make it so that your, you know, your tool, you have the ability to interchange your tools, right? Uh, without necessarily affecting anything further down the line. Um, right. And uh, so, yeah, so we do think of it that way. Uh, I don't know that we speak of it that way, uh, other than the, those uh, those of us, uh, you know, who maybe have a, a, a bigger background in this stuff. <laughs> uh, right. But we do right. talk about it in terms of product managers and, you know, in the digital capabilities that we, we have as a company. Um, you know, I think uh, this is as we, you know, get closer to our, you know, our ultimate North Star and we're building out the three to five year, uh, you know, uh, um, implementation of our tactics and, and then beyond five years, obviously, because I don't think we'll be anywhere near where we need to be or want to be by in three years. I think it's going to it's a never ending journey because I guarantee you the goalposts will be moved, <laughs> you know, every every three years, at least I hope. Uh, but yeah, but we do think of it that way. And, and I admire the fact that you spoke of it that way, because that is really what it is. I interviewed Mike Montello from uh, GSK, mm -hmm. and he wrote an article on this um, project to product uh, transformation. So what, I'm going to send I'm going to send you the link to that article. Yeah, I sure. You, I think you'll find it really interesting around that. So. I, I actually uh, I've read a lot of Gene Ross's uh, uh, approach to that as well from MIT uh, yeah. and product to, yeah project to product and it, it is definitely the right strategy I think you know and, and I I'd love to see you know sort of what he's written about it actually but yeah it is it is considered you know um, a core component to a digital transformation strategy I think you know because this is not a technology problem that we're facing today. Because all of the technologies that we need to implement a digital, a full digital transformation is here. It's here. You, you can buy it today. What's oh, yeah, not, we agree. Yeah. What's not here is the, the, the processes in place, the standards, the governance, the, all of that in the full control of our data and really making our data a strategic asset of the organization. So that's where all the time really needs to be spent. And I see people, you know, playing around with doing certain AI experiments and it's okay to be experimenting with AI and machine learning, but if your data is still not well managed, it's, it's a better, you, you have to do those things in parallel. The interesting point is, I think that we all, you know, as an industry, I think we've crested the top of the hill now where everybody gets that, right? Yeah. And so everybody's working on it. So it's wonderful, right? And we talked earlier about how, you know, getting all different folks in a room, uh, even within an organization to innovate really, really gives you new opportunities that you're not going to get with just an IT guy or just a, just a, a researcher or just a marketing guy, right? You're going to get a lot of different points of view on and and on, and ideas on how to on how to you know build that product right uh and i think you know what you're describing is essentially you know like with with many things that we do in information security and other areas uh it really does help drive and innovate as an industry and even standardize and in, in, in somehow you know in some cases the output could be standardization in terms of the way we approach things so i do think i think it's a great idea uh, I do think it is, um, it is to your point, a fundamental, uh, 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 you know, piece of, of really creating any real value out of AI. 
and uh, for machine learning, you know, again, I see machine learning in two ways, actually. I, I would depart a little bit from you and say machine learning can help us get there actually, uh, right, with image processing and a lot of the other capabilities that we use. Uh, but in order for machine learning to get better, you know, the better the quality of the data, uh, the more complete the data, completeness is another thing, right? Uh, the, uh, the, the better uh, we, the AI, you know, the information creation, right, telling us things that we don't know uh, is going to be. So I, I'm, I agree with you. I think uh, that's a, it's, a, it's a wonderful uh, idea to get folks together on this. One of the biggest challenges that you're facing in your digital transformation today and what are the hardest things to overcome? So one of them we just talked about at length, I think. And, and you know, so I think that's where we're, we're you know, trying to bring all of that together. And that's a sizable undertaking, right? I mean, that's, you know, you have a lot of historical data and you have a lot of new data you're generating and you have a lot of different scientists in different labs and, you know, you want to get everybody aligned. So that that's one of the challenges, although everybody's up for the challenge. There's, there's nobody that's saying, I don't want to be part of this challenge. Everyone gets the benefit of this, right? I, I, and the other challenge I think we have is resources and time, <laughs> you know, I mean, you can, you have to be very careful with digital transformation. We don't want to bite off more than we can chew. And you, you mentioned earlier about the importance of centralization. I think, you know, having a centralized strategy and governance and approach to funding these projects and, and moving this stuff forward is, is critical to their success. Uh, you know, right from the top to your point earlier about the boardroom and they are very involved as, a, as a, we would expect them to be. Uh, you know, and I think, um, and I think, you know, from from my perspective, it's you know, it's it's picking off the most important things, and you know, making sure you establish the value of what you're looking for out of it, and making sure the things that you're doing adding value to the people that you serve, right? Both, you know, within the company and externally. Um, we want to we want to do the things that are going to be most impactful, uh, change the way, give us new opportunities, you know, things that we can't currently do that we'll be able to do, for example, with with digital transformation, and so picking off those projects, funding them, and focusing, you know, our resources and time on those things that matter the most and in, in advancing our strategy. Um, that that's also a challenge because we want to do everything, you know, and uh, and uh, but uh, but we all recognize that uh, that wouldn't be best uh, in the best interest of the company or, or anybody. So I think, uh, you know, that's uh, that's part of the challenge is holding ourselves back and saying, you know, OK, we're going to focus on X, Y and Z this year and getting really good at that. Uh, so that we can focus on these other three things, which are going to require X, Y, and Z to be really, really good um, right. before, before we get to them. Uh, so when you're in a very innovative environment with people that are very scientific in nature, you know, everybody wants to, we just have great ideas, you know, and harnessing that and focusing in on a few things is probably one of our, one of our, a good problem to have, Stan. I, I don't yeah, complain absolutely. about it. I love the fact that we have such a creative company. Um, but yeah, so time, resources, and uh, and then just the uh, I think the mastery and and you know uh, of of the just volumes of data that we have. I think trying to do too much, one makes it overwhelming to people, and two, it brings in the naysayers because oh that's too big of a goal. that's too big of a goal. When, when they tend to be disconnected stand if we if we do them all at once they tend to be disconnected because people you know it's just not the way by putting it together and I you know to whether we call it product oriented or you know just having a a step by step wise approach to to what we're trying to accomplish we can actually ensure everything's integrated right so the, all our ideas are integrated our people are integrated our our our, our we have that you know cohesive backbone about what it is that all these products when combined are actually producing. Uh, and then I'll just top that off by saying, 
um, you know, for, for us, we also anticipate that if we were to do everything at once that we would, you know, you know, a year from now, there'd be some opportunity that would throw the whole thing off. And by, by doing this stepwise and in, in, in thematically, if you will, towards a single goal, uh, you know, we, we, had, we allow ourselves to take advantage of these new things when they arise. Uh, and, you know, if, they, if, again, if we're pulling one component out or one product out of the value chain, right, we can substitute that new thing in without it necessarily becoming its own disruptor. So last question, if you could go back in time to your career, say 10 years ago, and mm-hmm. give yourself advice mm-hmm. based on what you know now, what advice would you give yourself? The way I see IT, we pave the way, uh, you know, in terms of readiness for our organization to be able to move in any particular direction. And I think with, uh, especially with, um, again, how quickly digital moved with COVID, um, you know, I think we, you know, having that sort of, you know, 10 years ago premonition where I would have organized things and focused on, you know, the process aspects of uh, even more than the technology. Uh, would uh, would be good advice for anyone moving into this industry. Um, I think, uh, you know, you never know what 10 years is going to bring. And uh, you, have to, you have to be, you know, you have to be ready to be wrong, uh, if that makes sense. And you also have to be ready for those unknown unknowns. And that means being agile, right? Everything you do needs to be agile. And uh, and uh, the quicker you can move, the, the the better as a company you can be. Well, it's funny. I think you just gave yourself your advice for the present moving towards an AI-enabled company. I I hope so. That's terrific. This episode was produced by Pete Glowacki and myself, Allison Prophet, with the BioIT World media team from www.bioitworld.com. It was hosted by Stan Gloss, founder of BioTeam, a life science IT consulting firm at the intersection of science, data, and technology. BioTeam builds innovative scientific data ecosystems that close the gap between what scientists want to do with their data and what they can do. Learn more at www.bioteam.net.